Hello, podcast world. Welcome to Vicarious Living, a show about a couple Midwest dudes breaking down all the beauty that is teen drama TV. Welcome back, Karis Living. Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome back to our, what is this, third time guest, Hank? Third and a half. Third and a half for Hank, and he's got his better half with him. First time on the pod, Natalie M. Nat, thanks for coming. Appreciate you coming on. How does it feel to be in this podcast studio? Really, really excited. It's my I'm a OC first timer. Oh yeah, so. we'll we'll get into that. We because I want to get your initial takes on like someone because I don't have fresh eyes on this show. I have some pretty stale eyes, so it's going to be really good to hear like what do fresh eyes think when Baby they see was this? Passing off predictions as I, <laughs> as I as i called it sort of situations yeah like i know what's gonna happen and uh, yeah you guys were like wow man how'd you know that it's like <laughs> i've seen this a yeah, lot like you called it <laughs> yeah first off though housekeeping uh contact information vicariouslivingpod at gmail.com and vicariouslivingpodcast on the instagram get ass kids for all of our swag situations hank's got a shirt hank loves the shirt baseball tee feels real good on those nips and the uh, hoodie. I've got a hoodie, too. Oh, yeah. Like a t-shirt fabric hoodie. Dude, that's going to be perfect for the uh, cold months coming up. If I were out on the beach, you know, in the fall when it was starting to get cold, I could slip that on and be nice and cozy. No one would be snaking my waves. Oh, yeah, dude. That's a little preview of what we what we got in this episode <laughs> tonight, snaking waves. Um, but, Natalie, so your fresh eyes onto this. Mm-hmm. What is, like, your initial takeaway when you come in and you see what do you what do you think what what jumps out to you well absolutely not normal (laughs) teen drama in a normal person's life yeah um yeah i mean it's just totally unrealistic well we were talking about that with like the parties too where it's yeah like like, we didn't have parties like that when we were i mean i don't i did high school no not on the beach in a huge mansion or anything. That's what you're saying. There's puka shells everywhere around the dude's necks. There's party ramps everywhere. There's pop collars everywhere. There's grinding everywhere. I definitely noticed some grinding. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Yeah, I didn't notice it as much, but I'm sure it was there. I, I registered some grinding. <laughs> Mostly course. because no one had shirts on, so it was like skin on skin grinding. I was like, yeah, there was a lot of bathing suits. Yeah. Oh, dude, imagine the just like if you're skin on skin grinding, I'd be so worried about popping boners. I mean, that's me. You got nothing up and tuck. You got nothing to you're right. cover the up tuck part. Is Natalie familiar with an up and tuck? I would assume it's in the in the bait, like up to the base of your pants. Right. It's yeah. when you get a boner. 
and you try to hide it. And you tuck it up into your belt. Elastic waist, yeah. (laughs) And then you pull your shirt over to cover. Yeah. Right, which is so not normal because when when your boner goes away, what do you do? Do you just let it sit there or does it just like sag down? It just sags slowly and sad down out of the waistband into your pants like a normal sad limp wiener. Yeah, it works itself out. Yeah. Enough hot wiener talk, though. Let's get into the OC. Uh, episodes six and seven on tonight's pod. Again, you can watch all these on HBO Max. And episode six starts off with, dude, Marissa and Ryan, they have communication issues. And she's going through all this like PTSD. Like she's she's having like bad dreams, thinking about like the fact that she shot Ryan's brother and stuff. And it, what we're finding out very quickly is that her and Ryan do not get on the same page from a communication perspective. Lessons everywhere. Lessons everywhere. I was going to ask you, what's your dynamic in the relationship with communication? Like if Natalie comes to you and she's like, hey, I've had a really bad day. I want to talk this through. Mm -hmm. Are you like Mm -hmm. a Ryan? (laughs) Where you just don't have the words to make her feel better? Or are you like a Johnny Harper's trying to like swoop in and has all the right words? Oh, I definitely listen very carefully. I don't try to fix it. I don't offer input. You know, I just sympathize and say all the right things. Listening. Does he do that now? Actively. I solve my own problems 95% of the time. That's cool. But it's good to vent. Yeah. Yeah. But he, I mean, I'll be like, you better buy me flowers tomorrow because I had a bad day. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, she'll tell me what I I need to do. I really would like something. Yeah. I struggle because... I'm like such a bad listener and on like the 30% that I actually do listen, it's like I'm trying to solve them, but really I don't think that's what she wants. I think she just wants to like vent and like have someone to listen. 100%. I like to vent. I'm like, oh, then, and then this mofo, like at work, I'm like, oh, and then this guy. And he's like, okay, like you have no idea what I'm talking about. But I'll, really, I'll, put, a, I'll put a limit on it. Like, all right, you can have 10 minutes and, and I'll <laughs> listen real good. Yeah. But I could relate to Ryan when the episode opened. He was just tired and didn't want to hear problems. He's just, he doesn't have the words. That's why I feel bad for Ryan because, dude, this guy doesn't solve stuff with his like words in his mind. He solves stuff with his fists. And his eyes and jawline. And just like hard work. Yeah. I feel like. like, Oh, Ryan's a hard worker. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't fuck around. I'll go to the railroads and work a bunch of shit off, but I don't want to talk to you about your emotions. What's he doing at the railroads? Yeah. Work. The other side of the tracks, right? Right. Oh yeah. Good point. Yeah, he's probably just doing a whole bunch of railroad work. We've <laughs> been working on the railroad. Uh, so Ryan, when he broods, we're thinking he just like goes to the railroad tracks and just starts doing that thing, like back in the old times, like just hammering, like he hammers in the doo, railroad yeah. nails. Yeah. I love that. Yeah, you're right. Other side of the tracks. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know who will w- listen to uh, Marissa? Shit, though. J-Boy? Fucking Johnny Harper. Mr. Wedge. Let's just call him Mr. Wedge, because he's like a wedge machine. Good hair wedge. He's just trying to wedge in on Ryan's girl. I would like to examine his wedge strategy. Yeah, yeah. It worked out. So let's break it down. His wedge strategy is what? Um, He brings her to the beach. Was that the first thing they did together? Correct. And once he gets her to the beach... He asks her if she wants to come to the car with him to get a sweatshirt because he's cold. Then he makes a real sad face when she's not sure. Oh, hold on, clip. 
don't know about you, but I'm freezing. I'm gonna run to the car, grab a sweatshirt. Wanna come? Sure. Um, let me just call Summer. Do you have to go? No. No, it's okay. That pathetic loser. Yeah, go on. Oh my god, the pathetic face he makes. Uh, are you gonna leave? Um, anyway, he... Then he takes her back to the car. She gets a sweatshirt. It's his baseball sports sweatshirt. And then just broken man is his wedge. His wedge strategy is broken man. Shares a a story that's very sad. They bond over their shared pain. Since we're breaking this down, one thing I think that he has on his side is he's got this like severe home field advantage with Marissa. Like Mm -hmm. Ryan goes to a different school now. He's like got this home field advantage of like he's constantly being able to wedge without her boyfriend being around because he doesn't like go to the school. That's key. So, he's yeah, he's like being able to set up all these hangouts at the beach. He wouldn't be able to do that if he went to the school with Ryan. Ryan would be like, hey, dude, no, not with my girl. Right. Or I'm coming. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm coming to the beach and surfing with you. Yeah. And and then, Hank, to your point, I don't respect this type of game of like if you're going to wedge in. Do it in like, uh, like, hey, this guy's just so much more dynamic, witty, funny than my boyfriend. He's like, he's so cool. He feels so good to be around. He's key, like sexual yeah, touching. Be better man. Well, and also they both I act don't... so innocent about it. Like they both act like, oh, I'm not into you. I'm not into you. But like, well, he, he, they are one hundred percent into each other. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like don't. No, and and it's don't it's, act like you're faithful. It's so pathetic. This game of like, what Johnny does is he goes, hey, here's all my shit. And now we can both bond over how fucking depressed we are. Like, hey, I had a really bad dad growing up and stuff. What do you have going on? Oh, I shot a guy. Oh, cool. Let's just be like really depressed together. It seems to work. But yeah, I don't respect that game either. You know what it reminds me of? It's like that guy. Johnny seems like one of the guys who goes like, hey, if I was your boyfriend, I do like to. You know this? If I were your boyfriend, guys, there's there's always these guys who are like the wedge is so blatant and it's not subtle wedging. It's like. Oh, if I was your boyfriend, I'd never let you go. Or I'd never let you go surfing with another another dude. Stuff like that where you're just like... Like teen drama stuff. It's yeah. like, guy, what is that? Well, I, I just I have no respect for the uh, if I was your boyfriend guys. I fucking hate them. Um, so Johnny's pathetic and he's a downer. You were all over that uh, sweatshirt. Yeah, that's what started. We were wondering, how did he get to talking about, in graphic detail, blasting his dad with a baseball bat until he was a bloody mess? Mm-hmm. Like, how did we get here? Marissa just happens to put on this sweatshirt she gets out of the back of his sweet scout Jeep. Yep. Oh, she's like, oh, you used to play baseball? No, this is not a sports guy. Dark past, dark history. No. All brought up. <laughs> Don't have to talk about it, but we're going right in. Johnny's one of those guys where you could literally bring up any topic. Yeah. And he's such a Debbie Downer that he's going to find a way. Like, you'd be like, oh, God, Johnny, I just love starfish so much. I love starfish. And he'd be like, oh, "Mm." I saw one get sliced in half once. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I saw this documentary on starfish where it was like fucked up shit where like all these fishermen and stuff are catching starfish, (laughs) peeing on them, cutting them in half, (laughs) fucking them a little bit. And then like. Eating them slightly, but then not eating all of but them. See, like this is what Marissa wants. She wants this sad starfish talk. That's what she's looking for right now, and Ryan's not <sighs> giving it to her. 
Ryan is not. That's the Ryan key. Ryan can't talk. <laughs> <laughs> I do like. Uh, there's another clip I want to play of like everyone can see how obvious this is, and there was this scene where like Summer is constantly <laughs> having these like pragmatic conversations with Marissa of just like Marissa, but just like confused. Like you understand this guy's into you, right? Clip. Now, why are you blowing off your boyfriend to hang out with some random guy? He needed to talk. Well, that's what his girlfriend's for. He needed to talk to me. Because he likes you. He doesn't like me. We just have stuff in common. Yeah. He's a surfer. You're a shopper. Totally make the connection. He went through something. Something like I went through. And I don't know. He just gets me. Okay. So Johnny gets you and what, Ryan doesn't? I didn't say that. Summer was... Given good advice in this episode. I thought she had a strong episode. Yeah. She, Summer just like lays it out. Like, dude, Marissa. Summer's the truth. Yeah. Like, it's like, clearly this guy's into you. Why are we fighting it? Like, let's, um, okay, like he's into him, you. It's him or Ryan. Like, yeah. chill. Choose. Like, oh, you're just so, oh, I'm just so innocent. Like, that's what makes me mad. Like, Marissa's really like acting like she doesn't like this guy. And this guy's acting like he doesn't like her. And it's like. Just call it what it is. Like, right. yeah, he's clearly like, into, into you. into each other. You touch each other. And we should mention that Johnny has a girlfriend. Right. What's her name? Casey. Yeah, that's key. We'll get back to that. But that is key to know that this guy who's wedging on Ryan's girl is... Has a girlfriend. He is... Serious yeah. girlfriend. Yeah. And we think way more attractive than Marissa, right? They do. Yes. It. Knowing Marissa, <laughs> yes. Okay. Personality I mean, I think she's more So we're factoring yeah. personalities. Uh, what about just looks? This is a shallow podcast. Um, the, the the way they I dress her so, up, yes. they dress her up as you're thinking about Taylor. They dress her up, Casey. They dress Casey up as a poor version of Marissa. The clothes they dress her in, the styles they have her wear. This is the OC's version of white trash. She's a peasant. Pogues versus oh yeah, the yeah. who are the other besides the Pogues? I don't know, but you're talking it's, about. Greases versus Socias. This is Ponyboy and Cherry Valance in reverse with Marissa and Johnny. You had to do an Outsiders reference because the the new hip Netflix show Outer Banks reference just wasn't clicking. No, I had to go back to the older, old school teen drama, the original. Yeah. No, it's so true. She's like, she's, we just call her peasant. Cooler than Marissa. Peasant Marissa? Yeah, she has like braids because she surfs. Can we say cool peasant Marissa? Yeah. I mean, yeah, but like she also is better person Marissa. Walmart no Marissa? Yeah. I think I wouldn't say Walmart Marissa. Target Marissa? Kroger. Kroger. Target, Kroger. Target or Mar- yeah. Kroger. Yeah. yeah, one of those. Kroger Marketplace. Might have to cut this part out. <laughs> <laughs> so I I agree though. I I think all that's true. That said, I think just from a superficial looks perspective, Casey's more attractive. I agree. That's me. I agree. That's fine with me. I mean, they're all movie She's, stars. Yeah. <laughs> so the yeah, only reason I get into this is, well, actually, I didn't get in, Marissa. You brought her up, but that's perfect because what I'm realizing as we've gotten back to the OC is that with Marissa, it's getting harder and harder for me to like wait more than like 10, 15 minutes on this podcast for giving the MCITW. <laughs> there was no other choice. And I, yeah, I, I dabble of like, oh, you know what? I'm not going to give this MCITW to Marissa. I'll give it to her dad or whoever. But like on this one, there's no other option in my head. And it is again, because she's the worst girlfriend of all time. So I'm going to have to do a quick, it's early in this podcast, but 
MCITW, that's the Merce Cooper's Worst Weekend. It is brought to you by Wickloware, W-I-C-K-L-W-Ware. Be free and explore. Get all your outdoor gear at Wickloware.com. Type in the promo code VL at checkout. Get 10% off your order kits. It's $30 on the baseball tees, $20 on the tanks, and $40 on the hood sweatshirts. It goes to Marissa for being the worst girlfriend. Okay, the, the main thing that really bothered me, fine. She wants to, like, entertain a guy who has a crush on her, Johnny. Cool. Like She's terrible. It sucks, but like I think all of us have been in that situation before where it's like, I know this person has a crush on me. I'm not really into them, but I kind of like the attention. Does she know it? 100%. Especially when you're 17. Well, that's a bigger question is, is she actually that oblivious or does she know it and she just likes the attention? That's a bigger question. She acts like she's that oblivious. Summer straight up told her. Casey, the girlfriend straight up told her. She's also yeah. yeah, yeah. This so is why she's worse. Everyone's told her, um, but the the biggest egregious uh, egregious thing for me on this whole thing was Marissa shows up to this lockdown thing that they're doing at the school. Who cares? Doesn't matter what this lock in, whatever. But Marissa shows up and Ryan's there, and he's like, "Hey, what's up? Like, where were you at?" And she's like, "Oh, I was talking with Johnny about deep stuff, man." Clip. <laughs> I'm sorry about last night. You must be mad at me. I'm just curious. Where were you? I was talking to Johnny. About? It's personal. It's personal. personal. What the? (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, if if you go put yourself in the shoes? Hell to the no. Put put yourself in the shoes. What the fuck are you talking about? Like, yeah. No, you're you're. Yeah, I just like no. You're Ryan. Hank comes home. And he's like, oh, God, this like super like attractive, like young girl at work was like listening to all my shit. I was telling her all this stuff, all this deep stuff, real deep stuff that I'm going through. And then Hank goes, oh, what, 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 what's, what's that stuff? What can I help with? I'm your husband. And you go, sorry. Nothing. No personal. big deal. Sorry. Hank said that. What would you right, do right. if he did that? I'd be like, um. Is this just teen logic? Physical yeah, like, abuse? Are you thinking um, physically would it abuse would be him? More like. Get your shit out of the laundry and <laughs> sh- shove it up your ass <laughs> and then tell your mom your problems then. Mm. Like, it would be like that. Like, it'd be like, okay, well then, what, who are you going to tell? Divorce, bitch. Divorce. But if she, it was Marissa Cooper, there would be, I mean. So you yeah. would, it would not fly. It wouldn't fly. It would fly, it's with, it personal. Wouldn't fly with no it's, it's personal. <laughs> it also wouldn't fly with any normal human being. That's what I'm saying. These are teens. Right. Like, yeah, like this, this is, is teen it's logic. stupid. This is it's, teen logic. So But it's also like amazing that like Ryan was just like, oh, like He's yeah. trying. You know, we were talking he about tries this. Too hard. He's trying to salvage. they're both like trying to salvage this relationship, but as as two people who have fresh eyes on this like yourselves. I mean, you watch that and you got to be thinking like, oh, my God, this is not going to work. I couldn't decide if there was a giant wall between them or a giant chasm. Whoa. (laughs) I'm on. mm, What's the difference? (laughs) (laughs) You know, I'm sure you're familiar with a wall. Right. And uh, I'm not sure if you say chasm or chasm. Honestly, I've only read the word, Uh, but it's like the Great Canyon. It's a big gulf. Okay, so we're saying one of which. They so just like, can't get past this wall, so but they're they like three feet over. apart. So they have to jump over one. You got to break down. No, you break one. down a wall. Uh, a chasm, you build a bridge. So what are we thinking? Chasm or wall? Both, kind of. Great question. I think it's a chasm because they're close to each other, 
which would be a wall situation. That's a wall, yeah. yeah. Um, so I guess it's a wall, and the wall is their shared shitty experience of her I don't know about her and getting him. raped and shot. Oh, yeah, she's I, raped. That's what I'm... Conf- I think that's what... To put myself in Marissa's shoes, I think that's what she has an issue with is she's going, we have all this like shared baggage with each other. We have this PTSD from the same event. It's your brother, the fight, the he tried to rape me, you tried to kill him, I shot him. And even though they have this shared experience, it's like he's not helping her get through it or they're not helping each other get through it and she's having to like go talk to Johnny about all of her shit. Because Ryan might be too 17. close to it. Right, like Ryan might remind her of it. I don't mean to sympathize with right, Marissa. Right, and I also don't Let's think Let's get that, that straight. I also don't think, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm not sympathizing yeah. with her at all. No, we'd never But I do also that. don't think that Ryan's mentally sophisticated enough he's not emotionally intelligent enough. yeah exactly to be like oh she's going through it because she shot someone but when he needs to go punch a guy to protect her that's that's him so ryan deals with shit where he's like i i don't want to think about it like all this stuff went down my mode is like it's don't think about it it's making me depressed marissa's mode is i want to wallow in it i want to stay in it yes i want to talk about it all all the time let's stay in it yeah, she, so she never gets off her mind. That's why it's just that we were saying like these two just like it's like trying to fit a square peg in a round hole. It's just like not working. working. No, it's just not working. So a couple of star-crossed lovers. Yeah. So with all that, we'll say, Marissa, you're the worst girlfriend. You suck. <laughs> Be free and explore. Brought to you by Wicklowware. Get fucked, Marissa. Big thing happened in this episode, though, and I'm I was like telling you guys, I had no idea. Like, I'm just like powering through these episodes. I don't look ahead. So like whoever comes onto the pod, I'm just like, whoa, what's this episode about? And what I'm happy about is that you guys got to experience the introduction of Volchek. Volchek. Blast and nips. <laughs> Hank was nipples. big time on this guy's nips the whole episode. I don't know how he couldn't be. Yeah. He was wet. He was shirtless the entire time. First two scenes he was in, no shirt. Over two on shirts. First two scenes. Volchek done wear shirts. All Henry looked at was his nipples. I heard you guys talk about Volchek. All the time we have in a high concern school. here. Volchek is literally. I Wait, think. Did you just say all you heard about in high school was them talking about Volchek? They talked about Volchek a lot. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Let me explain how our high school experience went. Every Thursday with this show, there would be like 20 or 30 of us. I might be exaggerating slightly, but there's a lot of a lot of man meat getting together every Thursday at eight o'clock to watch the OC in high school in high school. And then like all the next day at school, we'd be breaking down the episode like we're doing on this podcast right now. So it was like the podcast before the podcast. Yeah. And there, he's been training for this for a long time <laughs> since he was fifteen. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So Hank, I I'm not shocked that you've heard the name Volchek a lot because ten years ago, and he also sounds like a whatever. scary Harry Potter villain, like Volchek. <laughs> Doesn't he? Like just it's kind of it scary. Just because like, it starts with a V, he's like a German yeah, Voldemort. like Volchek. <laughs> Run from the death, like German or Russian or something. He also threw an Iceman teeth bite. At summer, in the first scene, dude, so crazy you say that because the number 
one thing I've written down about Volchek is I get Val Kilmer, Iceman from Top Gun vibes. Did you notice the teeth bite? Yeah. yeah. He does a lot. He, he This actor, I don't even know his name, but he does a lot with his mouth. Like a whole lot. Oh, yeah. He licked his yeah. lips very slitheringly. And he's from a few things. He was in that movie. He was in that movie Never Back Down, I believe. If I still had my app, I would look, but... I don't know. He's been... Oh, you know what? I think he's in the Twilight movies. He is in the Twilight movie. Not yeah. He always calls it IMDB or IMBD. IMDB. Oh, is no, it it's IMDB. IMDB. <laughs> no, it's IMDB. <laughs> yeah, I think he's uh he's one of the evil... He is. He is. You're he's right. got to play evil. He has an evil face. He could never not be an evil guy. Yeah, evil behind. He could go Paul Walker, maybe. Paul Walker played a D-bag his first couple roles. He Paul so, Walker... Paul Walker was that's true. But he played more of like a preppy D-bag. Yeah, he was a good person D-bag. What, this guy's poor, so he's not a good person D-bag? Well, he also... He's <laughs> he, not a good person in the movie. He didn't hit Ryan with a piece of wood, spoiler not, alert. No, don't do not do that. Don't spoil yet. Yeah, this guy's... He's evil, and he does have like nipples him. that could cut through glass. <laughs> so... <laughs> it's true. Um, We're going to have him come out to do our windows. We got to say that he is... Johnny's like arch rival, surf arch rival. Yeah, the sur- I'd like because to. I'd like to discuss the surf rivalry briefly. Because okay, Johnny took his scholarship. Yeah, but then Volchek's boys were ripping on Johnny because he didn't hit a cut. He tried to hit a cutback and wiped and totally <laughs> tanked the promotion. <laughs> yeah, dude, I love their hot surf talk. Their hot surf. T- what was the other thing that they said about the waves? He can't. What a wave! Oh, dude, this guy came out and snaked a couple of Volchek's waves, so he beat his ass. <laughs> dude, there's so many hot surf talk. But yeah, he's like he's like his enemy on the surf circuit. They're both clearly like guys who are like. And then they become an enemy on like the babe circuit. Exactly. So. <laughs> That's true. That's good. Right? That was good. That was, that was good. It, it's two guys who are like, they're just going at it on the waves because they're not going to college. They're not going to college. These guys are peasant well, guys. And honestly, what's his name? Volchek. Volchek could take Johnny. Yeah, I don't know if Johnny is any the core string for this. Any day. Any day. Any John- day. Volchek's pinky could take Johnny. Right. Well, that's why 100%. we need Atwood. Okay, so first Volchek scene is we get him on the surf. Shirt off, nipples, hard as fucking rocks. Mm. So then the second Volchek scene. We're now at Johnny's party. Johnny's having a party. Ryan is not initially there because he's at this lockdown at the private school. So what John with Seth. With Seth. So what Johnny's doing is he's just like fully wedging with this home court advantage in on Marissa at this He's party. He's doing a much better wedge at this party than he was at the beach when he was yes. playing the broken man. I agree with that because at the party, he's getting like the subtle touching going. Whole lot of teen grab ass and dude. Much subtle. It yeah. was just bizarre. Marissa just touches his arm, his bicep, for no reason to kick off the subtle touching. We all freaked out. It wasn't but... normal. I don't touch my friends like that. We did all freak out when that happened because we, <laughs> we all did. saw it. We all saw it. It was Why the most. Why did she touch him like that? It was the <laughs> loudest subtle touch I've ever seen by Marissa touching Johnny's shoulder. Everybody heard it. Casey heard it. Casey heard it. She heard it from a mile away, dude. Everybody fucking heard that subtle touch. Oh, everyone heard it, and 
there was also a whole lot of like Johnny would have this picture and Marissa was like trying to take the picture. He put it behind his back. Yeah. She'd try and get it from behind his back. Oh, it's oh, like, oh, cute. Oh, oh, oh my god. No. Let me grab around you a couple more times. So yeah. they're just like that that's what's happening at the party. Eventually Ryan shows up. In a leather jacket, because he heard there was an emergency. Yeah. That's all I heard. A vintage leather jacket. So when you're gonna go solve yeah. problems, you slip on the leather jacket. On top of my cooler, cool guy clothes, and I'm gonna go beat some ass. Yeah. So Ryan goes to this party. We all think some shit's gonna go down, but then the show kind of threw us a curveball because Johnny stops flirting with Marissa because there's another guy who shows up to this party outside of Ryan. And that's where we get to Volchek snaking his fucking waves and his girl, dude. Yep. And he comes in and he's just hooking up with Johnny's girl. Top off and everything. Fuck yeah. Both topless. Both topless. She had a bra on, supposedly. It, but what's amazing is like Volchek is so evil that after he just hooked up with Johnny's girl... And like he's like walking out of the room, he says this shit. You get my sponsorship, I got you, girl. Seems fair to me. Whoa, dude! Volchek's not playing any games. Well, he wasn't even mad. About Actually, he's the playing playoffs. a lot of games. Like, yeah, he's playing the <laughs> game. He, he totally. Let me retract that. He's playing games for sure. He's just evil. He wasn't in it for the sexual desire. Like his hookup got busted midstream, and he's just happy that he ruined this guy's day. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you saw her with the top off of me. We're good. I'm good for my day." Oh my then god! Let me beat I your know. ass later. That's At not all. what gets him off. He wants no. to fight. He wants to fight. Yeah, that's true. Nothing gets this guy off. Pussy doesn't get him off. Waves <laughs> waves for sure don't get him Succeeding off. Succeeding at surfing? No. Going to college? None of that. None of that gets him off. The only thing that gets him off is fighting and beating ass. Yeah, and keying people's cars. So let, let's take a quick pause before we get into this Ooh, end fire scene. There's a couple B storylines happening that... We should just mention for the kid listeners so they're up to speed. What are the B storylines? One is this lockdown. Mm-hmm. All you need Which to know isn't realistic at all. No, <laughs> it's not. But it's some weird thing that Taylor's cooked up because. But some sororities do it, like you said. Like there are people that. It's just not a high school thing. No. It's it's much more it's of more a, of a college. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. So they're doing this lockdown. Doesn't matter. All you need to know about this storyline is that taylor townsend is starting to cop feels for seth who bd thinks taylor's really cute i do if she would dress not like a 1990s realtor that's fair fair right that's pretty fair she's adorable if not yeah so it's just her voice and her personality sucks so much ass that like she's terrible even though i think she's really attractive it's just like it's 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 not working That's one B storyline. A second B storyline is Charlotte and Julie Cooper. Only thing you need to know about Charlotte and Julie Cooper is they're they're going to do some shit where they're like trying to con Kirsten out of a bunch of money by holding right. like a charity right. event. Yeah, that's like the almost most disturbing part of this whole these two episodes is how they're going to make a bunch of people give a bunch of money and then them take it. Yeah. It's a pretty diabolical plan. 
Yeah. As we know about Julie Cooper, though, she always does these like evil things, but then she usually like her good heart like gets in the way of her following through. BD calls it. I call it every time. <laughs> Last thing is, and I, 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 I don't even really want to bring this up around Hank because he hates business so much, but oh, God. there is some business going on with Sandy that we should just make the kids aware of. Yeah, let's sure. Sandy is going to keep the Newport group. Kirsten's out. He's got this new young buck, like accountant on his side, Matt Ramsey. They're talking a lot of business always. Hank, what were you doing whenever the business talk started? I went to the bathroom once. (laughs) What is it about business that just makes you want to kill yourself? Oh, man. Numbers and paper and cubicles. And Matt Ramsey is a little douchebag. That guy looks... I feel like he's just not the person that you would want to have... Your second-hand man in your business. He's, I don't trust him. He, yeah, I don't trust him. He looks like a child rapist. He looks like a child... Yeah, a pedophile. Right. He looks like yeah. the guy from Jerry Maguire who's not Tom Cruise but has the blonde hair and is nice. Oh, Jay Moore? Yeah. Yeah, kind of. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> yeah, kind of does. <laughs> but not as... He's not as, per- he's not as like, ooh, boo, 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 like I'm yeah. quick, I'm yeah, he yeah. I'm like, looks like him. business guy. Yeah. He's more like... He looks also like the baby face. Well, he's he's young. He was telling um he was telling Sandy he's like fresh out of college. She had some internships. Ambitious. Yeah. And then he had like an apprenticeship under this guy for fourteen months and now he's ready to be a VP of a major real estate company. Right. Done that up, but without a real estate license. Uh yeah. <laughs> that that that's two in the weeds for this show. I have no, I, anyway, I have no insight on the, the business deals here. Yeah, just no yeah, kids. Henry did business. not want to have anything to do with the business. Yeah, like, give me the team driver. Literally, but yeah, yeah. They were. It was Sandy's getting into some stuff. Don't care. Sandy, here's let's let's just break it down in in, in simple terms. Sandy is going to keep the Newport Group. He is going to continue running it with this young buck, and they're not going to sell it. Okay, episode seven. Let's get back to Volchek. Volchek now has a hard on. Oh wait, no, fuck. We got to get to the ending. Yeah, the alphas are about to lock horns. Dude, yeah. So let's go to that ending scene. Hank, set up that ending scene with these two alphas. All right. So Johnny's girl has been snaked. He's pissed, obviously. Um, Ryan's at the party too in his leather jacket. They're out on the beach. Johnny is looking to go fight Volchek. Bad idea. Johnny does not have the core strength to handle that no. at all. And Volchek's with his boys sitting around a fire on a beach, and Johnny wants to just go fuck him up. 40 year old boys. And they have tattoos yeah. um, and he wants, earrings. He wants to fuck him up, dude. It's he stole his girl. Work. He's pissed. I get it. I get it. Um, Ryan's holding him back. Ryan knows this guy is going to get torn to pieces by these pit bulls. Oh, dude, and Volchek, like, he just flicks him to the yeah. fucking ground. And he's like, oh, he says this shit. How could you do that to me? Fuck off! Little bitch! Eat more, more! Want some more of that? He says, like, you fucking bitch. You little fucking bitch. <laughs> <laughs> calls him a little bitch. I don't think he drops an F-bomb. He says, yeah, calls no, him a little bitch. But Ryan's holding him back. Like, it's not even hard for Ryan to hold him back. No, Johnny's a little twig bitch, dude. And fucking... Johnny is a twig bitch. He's a twig bitch. Volchek is... Great hair. Volchek's about to beat the fuck out of him. And then Ryan just goes like, nah, dude. And then punches the fuck out of Volchek. And now, in that one moment, what we have 
is we have a full transfer of Volchek's lifelong animosity and hate that he has for his surf arch rival, Johnny Harper. In that yeah. one punch, yeah. he has just fully transferred it all to Ryan Atwood. Yeah, he's got a new nemesis. And now it's like Johnny Harper. I don't even give a fuck. I'd beat his ass anyways. Now I have like a real foe, dude. There was nothing more apparent during that scene that Atwood and Volchek are the alphas. Like Johnny is like, this guy doesn't even matter. Beat a bitch. We need Ryan here to lock horns with this alpha, which he does almost immediately. Oh, dude, you put two alphas in a room together. They don't have horns, but they're locking them. Eye contact was intense in this scene. Dude, and again, Volchek did that thing after he got a Ryan, an Atwood punch where he's oh, like, yeah. first off, I've said it before on this podcast, a Buttons punch, a Ben Buttons McKenzie punch, you're this is Ryan, that. you're going to feel that, that punch. That punch started on the other side of the tracks. It traveled a long way to get to his face. Whoa! That was amazing. <laughs> yeah. That is so true. That punch started... 40 miles away, dude, in Chino. Back in Chino. And it landed 40 miles over here to the good side of the tracks in Newport Beach on this guy's fucking face. Right in his kisser. Damn, dude. (laughs) Wow, that was amazing, Hank. Um... (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, we have have a complete transfer. So now it's like... It's on. We know it's fucking on. Volchek, he loves to beat ass and fight so much that, like, Ryan kind of sucker punched him there, dude. Yeah, he did. I thought it was a sucker punch, too. But it kind of was. Miss it? But, like, he, no, he, he, he sucker him. punched him, He right? was bleeding. Volchek had to, like, <clears throat> check his lips, you know, touch his mouth with his fingers, be like, oh, I'm bleeding? Dude, no one gets punched cooler than Volchek, I will say. Like, when he gets punched and he's bleeding, he just, like, kind of licks his blood. He's, like, surprised. Volchek like, oh, is what? a badass. Yeah, he's just like... He is a badass. I'll give him that. I mean, Volchek Did is a badass. Did you see his nipples? Yes, I saw them! <laughs> Good God! No, Volchek is a badass. Like, look, he's Volchek a... Volchek is more of a badass almost than Ryan sometimes. Well, that's the thing. It's like, it's neck and neck between yeah, those two. Like, yeah. yeah. Volchek it's... looks like more of a badass than Ryan. Oh, in real life, Volchek would beat the fuck, fuck out of out Ben of Buttons, right. Mackenzie. Yeah. Exactly. Whoa. But, oh, come on now. <laughs> hey, he's got great core come strength. Come on now. He's a surfer. <laughs> no, he would. And that's why I'm like, okay, well, yeah, they would beat the shit out of each other. Look, these two in the show, I don't know what would happen in real life. Actually, I do. Buttons would get his ass kicked. But yeah. in the show, it's very clear. Like, these two, it's mano y mano. These are, these are two alphas. Ready to lock their wolf horns. <laughs> yeah. Mono, mono, I wish yeah. wolves had horns. They really should. Um, <laughs> so then we transition into episode seven. And Ooh. it's just clear, like, the first scene of episode seven, Ryan's hanging out with his girl, dude, in the diner, and his friend Seth and his girl. They're trying to recreate some of that old magic, you know, sitting in a booth, the four of them with their sodas. Yeah. Like, the, the chasm, we decided it was a wall. The wall has been broken for a little bit, but it's fragile. Yeah, yeah, it's super fragile. And what happens? Volchek and his boys walk in that diner, dude. And it's like, fucking game on, kids. Like, it's, there's no doubt in my mind, like, this can only end one way. And it's with, they yeah. got to fight. Volchek declares it. He's like, I just want to fight you, man. Then that's all I could think for this whole episode. He's like, you name the time, you name the place. All right, let's name a nice, safe place to go have a fist fight. Th- this could all be avoided. Because then, yeah, that's the second thing that happens is he shows up at the diner. Ryan's like, no, I'm not going to fight you. 
Then like later, he shows up at his school. He's sitting on his fucking Range Rover, dude, eating a burger, pours his Coke on the car. His milkshake. Oh, his milkshake on the hood of the car. Then he gets down and he's like, I think you do got in you. In fact, I think you're just itching to throw down. I just got to find the key. Oh, 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 look what I found. But you know what I just realized, though? She doesn't have a name. I'm going to call her Little Bitch. Oh, Ryan. It's his dad's road, Land Rover. I know. Not to forget that. It, yeah, it's not Ryan's car. It's his, it's his fake dad's car. <laughs> <laughs> it just, Ryan again walks away, though. Because he's like trying to do this new thing well, of like. Well, also says they're like, well, Ryan, back. Ryan, Ryan gets a lot of credit for not fighting him. Right. Like BD said, he's but trying to do this new thing. If you walked into a neighborhood where Ryan was there, you wouldn't have been scared for, of Ryan. No. Like, Ryan is not. Now, what's his name? Volchowicz or whatever? Volchowicz. <laughs> <laughs> Volchek. Volchek. Volchek, you'd be a little bit scared of it. Oh, if I walked into an alley and Volchek was standing in there, I just I'd pee my pants and just like try and crawl. Take whatever you want. But right. Ryan is not Ryan, scared of him. Yeah, but Ryan's a little bitch. No, no Ryan's not Ryan's, a bitch. Ryan's like he's no, not scared. He's not scared. He just can't fight because he just got back into this this private school. So he he like, needs he, to do the right thing. Yeah, he can't fight, but he wants to fight, but he can't. And Marissa will like him more if he doesn't fight. I but guess. Really? Yeah, she she congratulates him on not fighting in this episode. She's like, "Good job, not fighting, babe. It was so hard for you not to fight." I know. Until next week, when <laughs> she wants him to fight for her. It's oh, like, yeah. dude, mm-hmm. nothing is harder than for Ryan to not fight, and yeah. it's like everyone keeps telling him, "Like, don't fight, dude." And it, it's like it almost makes him want to fight more. Well, him fighting would have solved all the problems in this. Just like, sure, man, let's go fight. <laughs> yeah. Like a little fist fight, skin on skin. No one gets hurt. Okay, would. You two either have gone into a little fist fight, skin on skin. No, like, that's not normal. But we're not Atwoods. We're <laughs> and, like Seth. And Volchek wasn't coming <laughs> right, at me. You guys are like Seth. <laughs> okay, let's zag because there's going to be a whole lot of hot Volchek talk on this pod. Let's zag and just do like a quick pop over into Taylor Townsend because there is one thing I wrote down and that just jumped out to me. You're a charge tour. Well. I am correct. Brought that up at least two or three times. <laughs> I am attracted to her. Yes. In addition to me being attracted to her, what I also was noticing is that do you pick up on like the total non-threatening nature that this show was like editing Taylor going after Seth versus like a Marissa and Johnny shit? They play this background music whenever Taylor's going after Seth, which is like doop 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 doop. It's awkward, like she's socially awkward music. And it's a non-threat. It's like she's really into Seth, but it's a non-threat. Whereas you have Marissa and Johnny where there's like this background music. And it's like strings. It's like it's more ominous. And it it just it's wild how they do that where they make you feel like 
oh, when Marissa's flirting with a guy, it's a huge People deal. People are going to shoot each other. Yes. Right. When, but when Taylor's doing it with Seth, oh, it's kind of, it's all cute. It's just, she's innocent. Maybe you know? it's because Seth and Summer's relationship is a little more, more solid and normal. Yeah. And Ryan and Marissa's is just. House of Cards. And yeah. Seth, <laughs> is just, Seth is just trying to be a good guy. I know. That's the like thing. He really is. Like, Seth and Summer were great in these if episodes. If either of you, if yeah. anybody would have seen what she, that mom, whatever, said to Taylor's that girl, mom. Like, that would have sucked. I think what what Not that came... it was... Play the ass scene. Taylor, untuck your shirt. Your ass is so not made for lowriders. <laughs> Henry will not let go of the ass scene. He's like all over Taylor's mom just being a massive bitch to like, Taylor. Yeah, like, God. You want to see her? Yeah, she wants, he wants to see her butt. We all do. Like, I do, what? too. I do, too. <laughs> <laughs> so... I think it's very clear, though, what what you guys picked up on with Fresh Eyes was that the Summer Seth relationship. This is a rock solid relationship. Like they just deal with normal stuff. fights yeah. that everyone else deals. They're normal. With. Yeah, and and they they deal with these fights. They deal with these little quibbles, and they get through them. Whereas, yeah, Marissa and Ryan, dude, a fucking what's that saying? Like a stiff wind. It's a tinder box. Whatever. Okay, Henry, Literally. Nice. Anything could come in between them and just make the whole thing come down. Yeah. The whole relationship crumble. Yeah. Because they're not normal. It's those alpha wolves huffing and puffing and blowing the house down. Well, and I think we even said when we were watching <laughs> <think> we said- <laughs> Okay. I think we even said when we were watching it, we're like, Marissa and Ryan, the whole time we're just sitting there going, I think they should just break up. Yeah. Like, like fuck. why are you together? Yeah, like Marissa's clearly into the Shiana guy. Yeah, and Marissa's clearly into any man except for you. So, yeah, like, any guy with on? a any guy with a dick and a pulse, Marissa wants to fuck. And like we said, like you're supposed to be 17 years old, and you guys aren't doing it all the time. Like I know, way hornier. Like you're alone at home together I know. at 17 years old in a pool in a pool house in a pool house. Right, like definitely. We need to see more teen banging in this show. I mean, sure, fuck. you should. <laughs> I mean, should have been on HBO. <laughs> Why aren't these teens bagging? Like, come on, fuck. Um, okay, last sidebar I want to get into before we go back and wrap, put a bow on all this uh, with the Volchek and Ryan stuff. Julie Cooper and Charlotte, we just need to talk about that final scene at the charity event because this was fire stuff. Yeah, it was crazy. That's our bad bitch. It's, it's, it's a charity event. It's yeah. a charity event. That Julie and Charlotte are running. And they're basically scamming people. Yeah. Saying, hey, it's it's a $5,000, $10,000 event per ticket to come in here. And we're back. going to... <laughs> I think it was to help women who were addicted to alcohol. I, I, I... <laughs> it was a cause that they were going to have a fraud for. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's cause. And that's why this con was so fucked up. Is they're going to con all these Newport noopsies. <laughs> Out of 600K that the all of Julie's and uh, Kirsten's friends think is going to a charity. And really, it's just going into Charlotte and Julie's pockets. Point of all this is to say, fire scene, because here's what we know about Julie Cooper. She's always going to start doing like really evil plans and evil plots. And at the end of the day, her good heart comes through. BD calls it. I call it because I've seen it a hundred (laughs) times. 
And she's just like, fuck no. You know what? I'm not going to do this. I, I'm, I, as much as I need this money and as much as I love doing evil stuff and I'm Julie Cooper, I at the end of the day, push comes to shove. Kirsten is like my best friend and fuck this. And she gets all the people who are about to write checks to like Julie Cooper's personal account. She gets them to write it to the fucking charity. Charity, yep. So now, con over. And then Julie and Charlotte have a fire confrontation clip. I wasn't kidding about the police, Julie. Now you get back over there and you tell everyone it was a mistake. Call them. What? Call the police. I thought so. Wake up, Julie. These people are never going to accept you. You don't have any friends here. Wrong. I have Kirsten, and I won't do this to her. Now, I think it's time you left, don't you? This town's only really big enough for one manipulative bitch. Take care, sweetie. Mm. All the lies. And you know mm. that Julie Cooper's going to be the one. Oh. That's and the thing. You don't come in on her turf. Exactly. Like, don't yeah. come in on this bitch's turf and act like you can do that. No. It, she's the biggest bitch in this county of Orange, and no one else is going to come in here and like steal her thunder. And it's like, hey, look, it, it, you know what I love? It's a vibe of like... These are my friends. This is my family. I can rip on them all I want. I can do fucked yeah. up things to them all I want. But you outside, bitch? Mm-mm. You don't come in here and fuck with my people. She's an alpha. She is an alpha, yeah. It, it just It's why we love Julie Cooper. She On the exterior, she like does a lot of fucked up shit, but on the inside, good character. No. Good character. Okay. Should we wrap all this up with how the... Uh, Volchek Ryan stuff goes down. Whatever you want, BD. Okay, cool. Yeah. I yeah. love that. We're Ubering home, so <laughs> right. Everyone's getting drunk. Everyone's having a good time. Great. Great. To Beth and Tim. But I mean, we are gonna listen to this. I would before we wrap it up with. The you think Volchek they are Ryan gonna stuff? listen or no? Yeah, they're gonna listen. Yes, they're gonna listen. Sweet. There was a lot of weird boner talk at the beginning, so they won't care about that. Cool. No, they won't. Cool, cool, cool. Um, I was kind of wondering. Of I was love you, Mister Mac. Yeah, Coach Mack. <laughs> I was kind of wondering if there were any lessons for the kids in this one. Whoa. And I, I was thinking about it, and I was struggling to find any. You guys got any lessons for the kids? Um, My one lesson would be, like, if I'm a kid, I have no problem with you pulling a wedge in on someone's girl. Wedge, I'm, yeah. I'm married to someone because I once pulled a wedge on who she was dating. I wedged in. That was a great wedge. But I would never... Honorable wedge. It was an honorable wedge. I would never wedge the way that Johnny's doing it. For So if you want to no, give tip either. for the kids... I, I agree. Kids, I'll never wedge like that. Like the whole like, hey, if I was your boyfriend, here's what I'd do for you. I'd open the door for you all the time. i buy flowers all the time. I'd literally take you movies all the time. I'd do all the cool stuff. <laughs> My I would never <laughs> fucking wedge like that. I would never wedge like that. That's a pussy man's he wedge. He wedges like a broken man. Oh, here's my really sad story about baseball <laughs> and beating my dad. All right, so that's my tip for the kids. Any other any that's other hard lessons that you guys took away from this episode? No, that's a good tip for the kid. Okay, we'll just go with that one. <laughs> <laughs> you brought it up. I thought you had like one. No, I was like, searching. Did you have it? That was actually my that was my tip for the kids. So. Oh, cool! Yeah. So same tip. Yeah, you nailed it. Well, yeah. Why don't you, you say it again? Maybe like Seth sticking up for 
Taylor? Or for uh, like if you're Volchek and you're just a guy who has really like, hard also, nips, like always wear a t-shirt. Oh, yeah, that's a yeah, good like, tip. Just don't be Marissa Cooper and yeah. be yeah. normal. Well, that's, like, that stands for the whole series. Do the opposite of Marissa. Bleh. Yeah, whatever Marissa does, just do like whatever she's not doing. Right, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That's easy. All right, we're getting to the final scene now? Yeah, final scene. Um, there's got to be something <clears throat> we're forgetting. Lead in. There's a lead in. So, yeah, we're just in the final. We're in the final home stretch here with Ryan Volchek. So we got to fully explain what happens with Ryan and Volchek. There's this one scene at the bait shop, which is that like Bogarts esque hangout. Yeah, that place was sweet. Yeah. Concert venue? Yeah. yeah. That concert was cool. I would like to comment on the concert. Go ahead. Classic gear, the uh bass player who was a chick for the subways, I think. Yeah. Had uh eight tens ampeg. Whoa. Yeah. Eight tens ampeg bass amp. Pretty sweet. If you wanted to be cool back then, that's what you had to have. Is that this show, size? this show nailed it. No, it's a, <clears throat> it's a bass amp. Well, it's because it's a real band. That's a real band, and she's like a so real bass. bass player. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. I'm no, it. look, I love that call out because for the kids, Hank, he's in bands. He plays a little bass. I was in a band one time that cared enough about our appearances. That they made me <laughs> break the heart key label off of the, my amp so that it would look like an ampeg. Um, anyway. That's very technical, and I don't know what you're talking about, but I love that you said it. So thank you for that. The bait shop is where all the shit goes down, dude. They bring all these indie bands in. It's great. And so Ryan's hanging out in the bait shop with his girl and his only friend, Seth, and Seth's girl. Mm-hmm. And they're hanging out, and once again, who shows up? <laughs> Volchek. 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 <laughs> it's fucking Volchek, dude. And this whole time, Volchek's trying to figure out what riles Ryan up. He's oh. like, I don't know. I'm trying to get under this guy's skin, and I can't fucking do it. All he wants to do is fight Ryan. He just wants to fight Ryan so bad. He keyed his car. That didn't work. He tried, like, fucking with him and his friend crew at the diner. That didn't work. So he shows up at the bait shop. Marissa tries to walk away. He grabs Marissa. Don't don't touch me like that. Ryan freaks. Is that true, bro? You let your girlfriend do your fighting for you? Oh, hold up, girl. Don't you touch her. So that's what gets you going. <laughs> that's when we realize, like, dude, he found it. You don't touch Marissa. You don't touch an Atwoods girl. Mm-mm. It's you don't do it. Like that's his trigger. Ryan's got values. He's got a code. Rule one on that code: I protect my woman. It do. He does physically. He will physically protect. Not unlike the two of you sitting here. Anyone grabs Natalie, I know Hank is gonna mm, beat some. You're ass. getting chinoed. You mean Sam <laughs> <laughs> or somebody bigger? Someone in the vicinity of Hank oh. is going to not let that or go Tim. down. Tiger's coming out of the bottle. I'm coming low and hard for the midsection. Yep. All right. Cool. Correct. Monkey's out of the bottle when someone touches Hank's girl. We all know that. <laughs> Do we? <laughs> so, My nipples would be so hard. <laughs> slice. Like a slice strawberries. <laughs> oh, sorry. Marissa tries to... After this, as we're leading up to this final scene, she then tries to buy Volchek off, where she's like, I'm going to give him a watch. It's 4K. I saw that. And 
he's still done bite. So nothing will get this guy to fuck off. Like literally Volchek wants to fight so bad. No amount of money, no amount of humiliation on this guy at all. Meanwhile, I'm confused kind of why Ryan won't fight him. Ryan likes to fight. He can't, dude. He can't because he has, he's already a criminal. He just got back into school. Like he was expelled be- for the whole Marissa shooting his brother. He was They're involved, in high and he like he just got back into school. He's like on thin ice. So like, let's go find a safe spot to fight and like punch each other. <laughs> would you? Would like, you do that? That would go a lot better than I assume this is going to go in the end. Baby, would you do that? <laughs> That's a foreshadow for how this actually ends. The which it does end really bad. But. Yeah, like let's just go fight in a safe place, like after school at three o'clock. He wants to fight. No, uh, look, yeah, I. That's you want Ryan and, and Volchek to just battle it out. I don't. I don't blame you. I think we all want to watch him fight. Same. Doesn't work. Volchek knows that Marissa is like Ryan's kryptonite. He kidnaps Marissa. Kidnaps her. Takes her down to the fucking pier. Mm-hmm. And he's like calling Ryan on the flip phone. He's like, hey, listen up, you old bitch. <laughs> <laughs> we got your bitch. I've got your bitch, bitch. Come to the pier and fucking fight me, dude. All I want to do is fight Come you. Come here and fight me. So, I loved it because now let's go to this final Volchek Ryan showdown. This is showdown. the best thing. This pier. is the best thing ever. <laughs> Under the boardwalk. Under. <laughs> and Ryan comes up like a bat out of hell. Like yep. Ryan sprints up. In his, in his freaking suit. Yeah, because they were at an this event. This is Pogues versus the he others. Took his, he took his Still? suit jacket yeah. off, but he got his tie on and everything. Ryan comes in. Like, he's, like, so concerned that Volchek has just been, like, attacking his girl. Mm-hmm. And then he realizes when he gets there, like, oh, no, this was all ploy. He just wants to fight. He just right. wants to fight. So then what's Ryan do, dude? He raises the stakes. He, he, yeah. He's about to kill that bitch if he wants to. Exactly. It's a psychological game. Yeah. Ryan, has, said that. Ryan has been in high-stakes fights back in Chino. Yeah. This Volchek guy, he doesn't know these kind of fights. No. Volchek doesn't know. Yeah, Volchek perfect. Isn't, Volchek, just like BD said, Volchek does not want to fight to the death. Where Ryan's intimidating him, saying, I will I will kill you. Oh, like, yeah. I will no, no, no. kill you. He and says, Volchek's like, well, I don't want to be in fighting to the death. Let's just right. play the clip of what they say. Perfect. <laughs> Check it out, you brought Harper. You want someone I'm through with him? Let's do it now. No, this is mine. Ryan! Whoa, bro, come on now. Let's let's not get crazy, man. Smash the body. He's like, you know what, bitch? Fuck you. I don't I'm not fighting with fists. That's what you want? Not playing that game. Come on. Look at them, look at me. Come on. Ryan. Well, Ryan arms Volchek. He says, I've got a bottle, hands him a two by four. Now we both have deadly weapons. Are you ready for this? You want to bash my face in because your life sucks? Bye. Yeah. Yeah. Do you want to fight? You're going to have to kill me. So what's going to be? Now Volchak is doing the math in his head of like, whoa, 
this guy from the other side of the Chino tracks. I'm just from the other side of the fucking Newport tracks. Like, those are different other sides of the tracks. Like, very different. Yeah. Like, Ryan comes from a much tougher Chino track situation. Ryan doesn't say you wouldn't have thought it. This, no. This guy's on the beach still. Yeah, this guy's a pussy. To kind of, I don't know. Volchek is kind of scary. I'm sure it's expensive. <laughs> I would fight Volchek. He lives close enough to the beach. I mean, that's yeah, he lives way closer to the beach than Ryan does. Yeah. And has a lot of tattoos. So we realize that Ryan's trying to play mind games, and he's like, I, "You know you what? Right I cannot fight this guy, but I also cannot back down. So how do I get out of this? I have to just act like I'm crazy as fuck, and I'm willing to fight to the death." And then she hope is. that this guy she's, backs she's down. BD, you're perfect at it. Of explaining the scene? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, exactly. It's like, all right, what's fucking Volchek do? He tucks his horns. He doesn't call Ryan's fucking bluff, dude. And Ryan bluffs his way out of this fucking fight. I don't think it's a bluff, though. I believed in that moment. Atwood's a pretty bad actor. But in that <laughs> moment, I believed that he was actually going to fight him with a bottle. I didn't, he's probably done it in Chino for sure. Oh, yeah. He's probably did, killed a guy. He only had Seth as his backup. No, no, no. That was Johnny there. That was Johnny. He had no backup. Oh, okay, Johnny. He had, he had no backup. Johnny, great. <laughs> okay, great. Same nah, difference. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, Johnny yeah. or Seth, he's got zero support. Yeah, like <laughs> zero. He no one. Oh, that's better than it's beast, basically. Well, that's the point. He's Marissa. the only alpha in their group. He out-alphaed him. Yeah. He out-alphaed him, and what Volchek didn't realize was that it was a bluff alpha, though. I think Volchek it was a bluff, dude. That. I think it was a bluff. It was a bluff. I, I think Ryan would fight that guy with his fist, but Ryan didn't want to get in a battle well, to the also, death. Well, also, why wouldn't you want to? Well, if that guy did come to you, you would go with I him. don't know. Bri- Ri- not Brian. Ryan seemed pretty unsatisfied at the un- end of the episode. Like, he wanted to fight still. Now, this is a good point. Yeah. Let's play a little Muzak to what Ryan's doing after all this goes down. Ryan's quote-unquote bluff, or if it wasn't a bluff, whatever, it worked. There was no fight, and then Ryan just had to go back to his pool house. And while this song's playing, you're right. It's like, I need to fight, though. I still got that urge inside of me. And so now I got this punching bag. I'm just going to punch this punching bag to this music. And it's just like, oh, dude, Ryan, kind of lame, but... Bloody his knuckles. Bloody his knuckles a little bit. Episode ends. And before that, like, he and Marissa shared a half-hearted <laughs> kiss. And we're like, we were all like, they're 17. They should be making out. But instead, he and just then wants they, to like, go didn't punch do a bag. It. Like, if you're 17 and you're, like, at home alone, like, oh, it's a pool and stuff. Just like, after an intense fight. At least a hand job, I like, would he think. Just, he just rescued her. Here's us. She should be. <laughs> Dead serious question. Dead serious question. Because I, I wrote this down. I was thinking about it. I'm like. If you're Marissa, I know she's been saying, like, no, Ryan, I don't want you to fight. All this stuff that she's been saying, like, don't fight, don't fight, don't fight. But at the end of the day, if you're Marissa, and this might be a question for Natalie, is the only female in this podcast studio. If you're Marissa and you just watched all that go down, like Ryan outsmarted Volchek, he got out of the fight by faking it, all that. Mm -hmm. 
Or you had Ryan just go down to that beach, defend your honor physically, and actually beat the fucking shit out of Volchek. Wouldn't you be? I mean, where, where, which one would you like to see? It would see? be a very big difference between college Natalie and like now Natalie. Well, they're teens, so go with college so Natalie. So college Natalie, yeah. like high school Natalie, be like, fuck yeah, beat the shit out of him. Like, that uh-huh. makes me feel good. Right. But like, normal personality it's like why would you catch a case like yeah doing that, you know what i mean just don't fight him but yeah i mean i see right like can you not not fight him like my dad will come here like yeah let's say, call the cops or something yeah i think probably high school natalie would have been like yeah, and that's why this him. is great cool. teen drama yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that's why I'm confused. Like, I think then if we're putting ourselves in Marissa's shoes, then we would go. I think she would have been a little more turned on, Ryan, if you would have just beat some ass. But Marissa that's is why he's not punching a the bag. Person. There, he's got pent up frustration, and he's taking it out of the bag instead of. Yeah, and I also think the Marissa's pillow. not normal. So, do you think Marissa was more turned on or not? That he didn't just beat Volchek's ass. I think Marissa gets turned on by guys sharing their problems with her. Oh, God. Yeah. I think Marissa... She does. I think Marissa is totally fucked up. And I uh-huh. think she... I think she likes guys fighting over her. I actually kind of agree with Natalie here, but that's also because I've seen how this all plays out. And I kind of feel like, though, if I was just watching it, kind of feel like she would much rather have had Ryan just beat some ass. Yeah, like I feel like and she'd be like, oh, oh, okay. She was congratulating yeah. him on not fighting, which is probably her way of telling him to fight. Yeah, like, oh, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't do it, but do it. <laughs> she sucks, dude. She totally She's sucks. She's terrible. Alright, end of the pod. I gotta ask you guys MVP of these two episodes. So, you can give separate MVPs. Summer. Okay, we know Natalie says. <laughs> so Natalie's all about summer. Hank, do you agree with that, or are you was there someone else who was sticking out to you more? I'd love to go with the summer Seth combo. Summer Seth combo for sure. I mean, two ups. for these two episodes. Like Summer was given good advice to Marissa from the get go. Like, hey, you have a boyfriend. Um, why are you touching his arm and stuff? <laughs> <laughs> his bicep. Yeah. And, and Seth was sticking up for Taylor. I know we didn't go into Taylor too much, but. These episodes made us sympathize with the villain a little bit, with her bitchy mom telling her ass isn't any good. Um, (laughs) He had to pull it out. Hank's favorite scene from the entire show. So, I don't know, just the contrast of how their relationship seems reasonable compared to Ryan and Marissa. I'd, I'd like to give a combo. I don't know if that's legal, but if not... I'm cool with what Natalie said. I'd like to give a combo. Summer and Seth. Summer and Seth. Summer for sure. Yeah. I've always liked that actress anyway, but I like Summer and Seth and not a big fan of Marissa. Well, she's the worst. Of the week. Yeah. (laughs) Of every week, right? Yeah. (laughs) So Seth and Summer, the relationship, you're giving it to that. I'm cool with it. Uh, I think. Um, I also like, I think that, uh, what was the Russian guy's name? Volchek. Volchek. I think he had a great episode. I, he's yeah. not my like he's a great OG or anything, but he's he well. Had so a great episode. Pat's definition is of of uh, what he always factors the most into his personal MVPs, and everyone's MVPs are different on how you use some rationale and uh, how you come to your conclusion. But his is always just who's 
churning the most storylines. So if which would have been yeah, if we were saying like the MVP, you guys from your loins, you're just going Seth and Summer the relationship. Love that. If Pat was here. We'll just say for him, he would go Volchek because that guy was churning all and the I fucking stories. And I don't want to be basic of just Summer I don't either, and yeah. I didn't, Summer I didn't know we couldn't pick MVP this I'm way. like almost on Volchek. Yeah, you want to give it to Volchek? Yeah, like, Volchek. I kind of like, I'm like, Volchek. dude, like he's... He made everything happen. Yeah, like he made the he, shit. He bitch whapped John. <laughs> Stole his girl. Yeah. And now, yeah. Which John did Yeah, punch. Dude, Johnny is so a guy who deserved to have his girl stolen. All right, Volchek. All right, Volchek is the MVP. <laughs> All right. So Volchek is the MVP. It's amazing. Uh, I Look, I, I did say as soon as his name came up on this podcast, I said, I'm so glad that you guys got to experience a Volchek, the first introduction of Volchek, because as big as he was in these two episodes – he becomes a much bigger part of this story moving forward. Like, Whoa. this guy does not go away. Oh, good. Keep blasting those nipples. That's okay. I'm keep okay la- with that. Keep blasting <laughs> those nipples. Cool. Any other pl- any other things that you guys want to cover? Are you ready to wrap it up? No. Thanks for having us, BD. Ready to wrap, yeah. Thanks for having us. Thanks for coming. Appreciate it. Love having you guys in podcast studio. Kids, I know you're tired. You're getting really sleepy, kids. And it's time to tuck on in. You have a really good night's sleep, kids. And Hank and Natalie, why don't you help us with our sign-off? Clear eyes. Full hearts. Do less, kids. Do way less. Way less. (laughs) That's a wrap. You can follow us on Instagram at Vicarious Living Podcast and listen to all of our episodes on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You know you found us when you find a picture of Pat and I sitting on a couple rocks overlooking the vast landscape that is Laguna Beach. Steven's there, just not pictured. Steven and Elsie, both there, just not pictured.